Uh, all right. Um, so hang on there, Bryce. We're going to do a reset at the top of the hour. And then just to let folks know, we're going to do, um, we're going to let, we're going to turn these crazy people loose. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, and Derek's joining us for this hour too. So this will be awesome. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. And then we want people though to interact. We're going to ask you questions. So be ready in the chat room because we're going to need your input. And then what we're going to do is toward the toward the tail end of this hour, we are going to take a few minutes. Uh, so if you have questions about Portal Prov and for Bryce and his team, we want those questions, but we're going to do those a little bit later. But we are going to do, uh, and Bryce will explain here in a minute, but we are going to need uh, everybody's uh, interaction here in a moment. But before we do that, uh, Derek, Get us reset for this hour, please. Chemotherapy treatment can take months, even years to complete. To a child, two years can feel like forever. So when patients at St. Jude finish chemotherapy, we celebrate with a no more chemo party. One, two, three. Our patients have the cutest SMILEs. Our patients have the sweetest. I know. Uh, I wanted to have that one on this hour because we're going to. This is more of a kind of an upbeat, I guess, hour, as you could say. But yeah. uh, all of the hours are important, but they're they're all different. All right. So let me mention what we're giving away this hour, mm-hmm. and then we're going to dive right into it. So um, uh, first off, again, Arted Crafted. Thank you so much to to Sean and and, and, and team over at Arted Crafted, ArtedCrafted.com. They're giving away a shirt an hour, and this is awesome. So you have a chance. If you give during this hour, uh, you will have a chance to win uh, that. Also, what we've got going on this hour is we just talked about Cash Fest, uh, or mentioned Cash Fest a couple times. We've got some coins that were given away for Cash Fest Memphis, which is in 2023. We'll be back in Memphis again Um and so um, that is going to be an awesome uh, event. Hopefully, I think it will be. We've enjoyed doing Cash Fest last year, and we're mm-hmm. doing it again. Uh, got the riverboat theme going this year, and um, getting ready to have our pre-event coins available soon as we can. Uh, and that'll be awesome. So um, we are going to do. Well, I'm a. I'm a lip. Let Bryce explain, and um, we're going to assist in any way we can, and the audience is going to assist. So, mm-hmm. tell tell everybody, Bryce, what we're gonna what we're doing. Thanks, Gary. Uh, my name is Bryce Reed. Uh, we're reporting from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, three members of Portal Prov, uh, which is a completely improvised weekly show at Otherworld Theater, uh, and we're very excited. Uh, we're going to do some scenes, some comedy scenes for you today. 
They're going to be completely made up on the spot, and they're going to be based on your suggestions. So at, uh, at different times throughout the show, uh, one of us is going to step forward, ask a question of you, the audience, um, if you could quickly type in your answer. And I think, Gary, you'll pick the best one, and Gary might yep. uh, pop in with some of his own as well. Uh, sound good, everybody? Yes. So we're gonna do some. We're gonna improvise some scenes for you uh, to get us started. Um, we need a suggestion um, of a sci-fi or fantasy, fantastical location um, that you might find a geocache. So someplace not in the real world, but like let's say Gotham City or uh, Narnia. What's a place that you'd right. love to find a geocache? Yeah. Mm. So uh, as we wait for some folks <clears throat> to put in questions, I would uh, say Takodana. Where? Takodana. Maz's oh, castle on from Star Wars. Star Wars. Come on, Takodana. That'd be one there. Great, we can take you know Takodana. I have no idea. It sounds like a taco joint that I want to go to. <laughs> Great, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna uh, take Takodana. We're not sure what it means, but we're gonna make it up. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Takodana's. <laughs> yes, I would like eighteen tacos. <laughs> 18 tacos! Hey, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> You've never seen my face anywhere. I'm just a normal Kalgunthian from the planet Zentar. Zentar, exactly. That's where I know you from. I went to high school on Zentar. <laughs> I'm just a normal, unwanted citizen like the rest of you. Forearms! That's what we called you back then. Forearms! I don't like to remember those days. I <laughs> moved on then. I'm an important man now. Hey, Someone hey, say two important tacos I made. Philippa, Captain, <laughs> this is Forearms from high school. Well, Forearms is you? <laughs> Many stories I have heard. Well, I don't like being called Forearms anymore. I, I I, like being called by a different name that I don't want to say out loud right now. The time I remember <laughs> story you tell about Forearms... Forearm on ice did slip. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that has been great. We broke, exaggerated. broke three of his arms. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> didn't enjoy having all y'all write on my casts, all the obscenities and the uh, the pictures that got me in a lot of trouble during high school. On my world, those are compliments. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> Just give me my tacos, please. Forearms you may have. And two left feet, too. Oh, no, 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 no. You didn't tell people about my dancing skills? Uh, well, you, I, I, I told them that you were a really great dancer, but you could only dance. No, no, I am Garthar the Great. I don't... <laughs> Garthar the Great? No, no, I... All I'm saying is I, I, I am above this now. I, I'm not taking it in Starsburg the Great. No, no, no. Did you marry into money? I knew this would happen. Every time people know that I've married the prince, I I just, people treat me different. I want to be successful on my own. I want you to see me as a good version of the high school boy you once bullied. Not, not somebody who's only successful because he married somebody else. Your Highness, tacos I offered you. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> good. Uh, look finally upon Taco Donna's. You would always have free tacos when you're here. I can't wait to tell everyone from high no, school. No, no, please. I'll do anything. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we'll take another suggestion. Um, can we get a suggestion um, of a favorite character from sci-fi or fantasy? Our show is normally sci-fi or fantasy theme, which is why we're asking right. this. Show. Forgot to mention that That's earlier. Good. 
Um, but yeah, if you have a favorite character from fiction, sci-fi, fantasy, uh, type it out. Cool. They're working. We have a slight delay, so it's like one, just a second, yeah. of course, but. Work, working on that, but you know it's funny. It reminds me uh, if anybody's watched Whose Lines anyway. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Scenes from a hat. Where Drew Carey would pull a scene from a hat. Here you go. We're gonna do this. You know, you're like, oh right. great, and they would pull it. You know, so that's fun. So I think okay. right, we're 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 coming in. Oh yeah, my college yep. team played Scenes from a Hat. Oh, very cool. There's some that are well, coming in. I think this one pit. will probably be good from Chronically Tired Mom. Servius Snake. Ah, we'll take Professor Severus Snake will inspire this next scene. Thank you. Yes, very cool. Ah, my favorite room, detention, <laughs> where the naughty students think about what they've done. <laughs> professor, Professor Snake, oh, Professor. Little worms, what do you bring me today? Uh, I've got a problem. Uh, I seem to have lost the cloak of invisibility, and it's really hard to find when you lose something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Your plight amuses me, Potter. Oh, Professor Snake, why do you always take such comfort in my misery? Hey, why are you always going to be picking on my best friend Potter over there? Yeah! Your best friend? You want to be lumped in with the likes of him? Oh, well, of course I do. He's won us the Gryffindor Cup three years running. That's what it's called, the Gryffindor Cup. We all know this. Uh, we pretty much remembered that because we went every year. Exactly right, Ron. It used to be called the Slytherin Cup, and then Potter came around. I say cleaning the cauldrons for both of you. That is your detention. And while I do it, or you do it, we will talk about our relationship. No worse punishment is there. Boy, I love getting me hands dirty. Uh, Professor Snake, what, what emotional trauma you think causes you to treat your students so poorly? You look like your mother. What? You have her eyes. You've been staring in my eyes this whole time. That's kind of creepy, Prof. The eyes I once lovingly gazed into from across the quad, two windows deep from the second floor of my dormitory, when she didn't know I was looking. Wow. Rob, did you ever, like, approach her? Right? I sound spittable creepy. Indeed, many times would I pass her in the hallway. Our eyes would meet for one moment, and she would go, Ew! and not look in my direction any longer. That, that damageable, for sure. For sure. It's come to think of it, I remember one Christmas when I was just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's someone at the window. <laughs> he has her eyes. I can see me. Is that that boy from school? No. He, he looks like he's educated in magic. I'm very wealthy and also kind of a tool. Wait a second. That's Smithle and Snape. That's that little no. boy creep. That's no. Smithle and Snape guy. Operate away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds bloody terrible. I've never recovered. I'm an emotionally stunted man, baby, with too much power over children. So, perhaps we could introduce you to one of the lady professors. What? No, I couldn't. They oh, all yeah, getting back out there. That's what you need. No. That's what, what, what oh. you need to get back out there. How long has it been since you fell in love with this broad? 
I first met your mother 20 years ago. That's before I was born. And I've never looked at another woman since. That explains why you'd never make eyes with Hermione. That's right. I don't know who that is. Our friend Hermione, she sits hey. in the front row in class. Are there three of you? Well, she's not here now. Unless, wait, maybe she's wearing the invisibility clothes. I bet in the cauldron, the old time. Hermione! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's awesome, yes. Awesome. Very thank cool. you, thank you. Uh, we'll get uh, another suggestion. Um, can we get a suggestion of a magic item or weapon from your favorite piece of fiction, like a lightsaber Ooh, yeah. or a crystal ball mm. or something mm. else? I like that. What is one of the coolest magic items you have read or played with? Uh, in, in my ma magical endeavors, um, I love a good scroll. Ooh, <laughs> a magic scroll. That's true. Yep. <laughs> like a weaponized scroll that like reads runes that you can place, or or yeah, like whatever it reads an incantation and it brings like the dead back to life or something like that. Ooh, so, yeah, like only those who have sorcerer powers and know the language can summon. Yes. Yes. Or they do it completely on accident. Yes. Yeah, like, oh. Tony, what's this book you have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, exactly. Have I see two that are pretty much the same. Uh, two of them are the same. Is that okay. what you're going to do, Gary? Yeah, well, I'm kind of was thinking about Jasperies. Do you, what do you think about them trying that? That's a little. That's a little tricky because. But I like. I like giving them a challenge. Do you like Jasperies? Ooh, I don't know what that is. Do you guys know? No idea. Well, like no, that's the, that's the Hang person. On. That's the person. But we're oh. trying to decide. <laughs> we're, we're trying to pick. I it was the object. Great. Yeah. You want to go with that one, or do you, which one? Are you? Which one were you thinking about? I was Who's thinking of the one. Um, actually, what if they can you combine two? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So well, let's do. Um, let's see. Here. It was Jasper's, which was Tinkerbell's pixie dust. Ooh, that's mm. good. And the Schwartz. <laughs> keep it keep it like some IMG, please. <laughs> All right, so Tinkerbell's Pixie Dust and the Schwartz. Great. This is a great. family show, so yeah, yes. oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, it seems that my my spaceship is broken. If only there was some other way that I could fly. How much you looking for? Who goes there? Who dares disturb Dark Helmet? On the streets, they call me Belle. Belle? You're, you're just a tiny little lady, aren't hey, you? Hey, 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 we don't talk about my size. I'm sorry. Was that, was that a, a sore subject? I apologize. It was fine. I, I'm right next to you, but I'm small. We're playing with perspective. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I see that now. Love it. Like it's, it's, almost, it's almost like you're in the palm of my hands. Here, I'll land. Yes, there we go. There we go. Very good. So you looking to fly? You looking to fly? Yes, yes. My spaceship was destroyed by Lone Star. And now I have no way to make it back to the giant maid in the sky. Well, I can get you up to the sky if that's what you're looking for, but it's going to cost you a little bit. Cost me? Name your price, Belle. You must love me. What? You must believe in me. 
believe in you. Tell me I'm okay. Tell me I did a good thing majoring in theater in college. You majored in theater? Yeah. Oh, I, I guess you just wanted to throw your money away. No, I'm not. <laughs> Probably. Stand the human condition through performance. You gotta believe in me, or I'm. Oh, we lost the sound. What happened? That's not good. Hang on, guys. We're not. We're not. Um. <laughs> we're not editing this at all. So I don't know what happened. No, we're not. So this is improv miming now. Hang on. We lost the... Did you mute it, Gary? No, I didn't mute it. <laughs> they they have to unmute themselves. Sorry, I'm a mute, please, Bryce. Thank you. Can there you we go. Oh. Yep, yes, you're back. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. It must have muted itself. You're fine. <laughs> uh, to give you a quick recap, I'm Doc Helmet. I need to fly because my spaceship is broken. And this is Belle who wants to give you her pixie dust. But first, I have to validate her acting aspirations. And uh, I just told her she did a great job in her uh, production of Head of Gobbler. Did you think cool. that We're up to date. overdone? <laughs> uh, overdone? Yeah, all of the reviews on campus said that I was really just camming it up on stage. But I felt real in my truth. What? No! It was very real. I totally believed you in that role. I can feel the strength <laughs> coming back to me. You liked my German accent, didn't you? Yes! This is a good German accent. Oh, yes, it's like I just walked into Berlin. Uh... Please, please, now can I have whatever your flying element is? I can feel the power of your belief in me, bolstering my magical abilities. Tell me, I could be Alphaba right now if I wanted to. Right? You could be Alphaba. You, you'd be better than anyone who's ever played that role. Adina Mandel <laughs> could go on a hike, right? Uh, I'd, I'd wipe the floor with her. Yeah, you're way better than Adele Dazeem. I should have been in Frozen. Yes, you should have been. You should have been in Frozen. I think you would be a great, fantastic actor. I think you make, uh, you, you should be starred in a Scorsese film. Now, please, please help me fly. I think I'm flying. Flying high to flying gravity. Oh. <laughs> where, awesome. where, where'd she go? Thank you. You've helped me work through a lot of stuff. Oh. Well, Schwartz, oh. it's just you and me. Oh! <laughs> that was I was a theater major. <laughs> yeah, in case you can't tell, Jono loves to do uh, theater references. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure it. what the crossover between geocaching and that is, but I'm sure a few of you like that. Uh, <laughs> that, that was that was that was perfect because uh, you get the oh threw threw your life away on that on that. Uh, degree. That's a <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all worth it for moments oh, like this. It's too, exactly. it's too close to home. <laughs> it's too much. Yes. Yay for theater. Yay. Yay for oh, theater. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Emily Rain. Appreciate that. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll get, a, we'll get another suggestion. Yeah. Uh, do one of you two want to get a suggestion? Sure, I'll, I'll do something, uh, considering <laughs> I didn't do anything that last scene. So, <laughs> so I, no, I stayed out. Y'all were killing it too much. I, I want to know more about geocaching. Can I get something okay. that somebody found that was particularly interesting while looking for a geocache, or maybe even mm. in a cache, a little like trinket left behind by somebody else that you just didn't expect? Okay. Hmm. All right. Right. We'll what's, give it a moment. Give it a moment. Most interesting finds. Yeah. Let's cool. so um, 
usually I, I find a lot of toys. And uh, most recently, um, this wasn't a toy, but something I was surprised to find was a uh, stretch mark cream. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Perfect. Something, somebody like was like, oh, you know what? Somebody's going to be so excited to find this. Or they just like went on a cache and was like, oh, no, what do I have in my purse? It was leave. Probably the second one, uh, <laughs> but because I this was at the top of a mountain, so I, I wow. it seems strange to me that someone would bring stretch mark cream to the top of a mountain unless it just exactly in their purse or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're going for a hike, you always need to remember to bring your stretch mark cream. I, I never leave that home. altitude dries on your skin. <laughs> that might be the wrong type of stretching that you need to do. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the yeah. misconception. Yeah. I don't need the stretch. I can just apply the screen before I go hike. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I feel so so, um, so let, let's throw some throw different some ones different at you and let you pick. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, uh, the mustard packet. Okay. <laughs> Taco Bell gift card. Taco Bell gift card. Okay. Um, there's been a dead wolf. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a crazy find. Okay. Hopefully was, that was, was, it, was the stash in the wolf? Was that oh, the... No. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that was near the cache and not in the cache. That's my... A shot glass <laughs> measuring cup. Oh, that's cool. Ooh. I love all these. Oh, they're so exciting. I want yeah. to know the story behind each one. I know. Uh, why do we take dead wolf? I feel like... Yeah, yeah that definitely wolf. inspired something in us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Go all for right, it. Go for it. <laughs> Oh, now you're out here somewhere. Yeah, we know you're out here somewhere, Wolf. Jerry, Jerry. What? No, how we aren't. All right? I've been doing this my whole life. And I I bring you because your mother says you need to get out more. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking me out, Uncle Craig. Appreciate it. I've never killed anything before. Down a few notches. Am I too loud? You're going to scare away them wolves. Okay, shh, shh, there's a few lessons you need to learn about wolfing and about being a bit more under the radar. Yeah, uh, my mom says I lack subtlety. <laughs> Wonder why? Uh, listen, whoa. If we hunt these wolves, there's three things you need to know. Okay. One, a wolf is as smart as any man. Don't think that you can outsmart these creatures because you can't. I've tried. <laughs> Number two, wolves have better hearing and vision than any man you've ever met before in your life. So if you think you're going to see a wolf before it sees you, well, you've got another thing coming. Huh? What's the third thing, Uncle Craig? Oh, you don't want to know the third thing. Is it a scary thing? <laughs> it's the scariest thing you've ever heard in your tiny, miserable life. Okay, I'm not sure I want to hunt bulls anymore. It's not well, scary. it's too late now, ain't it? You try to flee back home to your mother, and you're going to be ambushed by 50, 60 of them. Because the third thing is that wolves are pack animals. That means we are outnumbered 40, 50 to 2. Oh, my God. Uncle Craig, behind you. It's, it's a wolf, ain't it? It's a wolf. Could you please keep it down? Uncle Uncle Teddy! I love it. Say, 
wolves can come in any form, even the people you love most. Uncle Craig, you didn't tell me there was werewolves! I said no! I thought they was a myth! I'm your mother, and I really think you lack subtlety. Christy? That's right! My I'm sister? Your sister! Oh, no! Mother. If you're my mother, tell me this! What's your favorite brand of mustard packet? I'm here to keep you on your toes forever. Uh, also, the answer is French's. How does he know that? Oh, please, we'll do anything, Mr. Wolfman. Anything you want. Please, just don't hurt us. Wait, I thought I thought you were a genie hunter, Uncle Craig. It's all a ruse. What? I want to look tough, putting down. I'm on the front to mankind. Anything you say? Anything? I'll do it! I'll do it! I'll give you my nephew! Let's do something! <laughs> Uncle Craig, come on! No, it's not what I was thinking, but it's a tasty proposition. Oh, uh, listen, uh, 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 a werewolf? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't, what, do you have a, a name? I'm Guy Fieri, and we're rolling out to catch oh. America's favorite dinosaurs! <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Yeah, no, no shady guy here. He's a great guy. I love Dinosaur Yeah, that was awesome. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. It looks like we got time for maybe one more, one or two more. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, you, you got plenty of time. What's that? Yep. Yeah, plenty. Yeah, plenty of time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go more on the geocaching thing because this is not something I know much about at all. Um, tell me about one of your favorite locations where you found a cache. Okay. Uh, Bryce has told us a lot of things. You can find them all about in the city. You find them out in the countryside on top of a mountain. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I think I'd like to hear about some locations where y'all have found caches. Cool. Mm. We'll do that. Everyone. Yeah. Do you remember where your Give first cache was ever? Yeah, it was actually um, it was actually in New Hampshire where I found uh, that other one recently. Uh, and it was in an ammo can, um, which if you guys don't know, it's a very popular container for hiding geocaches because uh, it's big and waterproof. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and uh, so, but we didn't, you know, I didn't know about geocaching at the time. And so oh. my brothers and I found it when we were hiking with my dad on a camping trip. And uh, we thought there must be actual ammo in there. Um, but we were so curious. We're like, so we're all like, I don't know, should we touch it? Should we touch it? Maybe it'll blow up. Uh, and so we weren't sure, and then uh, eventually the curiosity got the better of us, so we opened it. And uh, thankfully, because they don't always have this, but thankfully this one had an explanation of what geocaching was, and it had the website. Uh, so that's how I found my first geocache, was also on the side of the mountain. Do you remember what was in it? Um, I'm trying to, um, there was like some, I think there was a little dinosaur um, toy that I took out of there. Yeah, um, and I think there was some trackables, but I didn't know what those were yet at the time, so I left them alone. Right. right. Uh, and I left the baseball cap in there. No oh, way. Yeah. Very cool. Tiny little. Wait, how old were you? Uh, so this, uh, I was an adult at this point, so I, I don't know. It's probably so a tiny like little baseball. Yeah, yeah. A tiny, <laughs> tiny little mid twenties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've, we got some suggestions. We've got several. Um, I kind of like, I kind of like Komakino's suggestion. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna wait. I wasn't gonna show him until he figured it out. Chernobyl was a good one. Chernobyl. Was a good one. Like, there's another one down here. I like it. Was uh, let me find it. I should have marked it. Um, oh, the grave of Stonewall Jackson's arm. <laughs> wow! Wow! So there you go. There's there's three options there for you. 
Ghost Town Chernobyl and the Grave of Stonewell Jackson. Yeah, Tyler. how about you? I like Ghost Town. I like Ghost Town. Okay, like cool. Okay, cool. Fresh bread, fresh bread, stale bread, stale bread. It's all the same if you're dead. Ooh, I'll take the dead bread. Ghost money. Yes, thank you. Kurt, you're always upsetting me. I'm sorry, Travis, but you have to know your clientele. You're so used to uh, selling to live people that you forget that bed people have different tastes. I spend hours on this ciabatta. It's a perfect loaf. <laughs> Give it like a week and a half in the sun, then it will be a dead bread. No. Yes. I'm not acclimating to the afterlife very well. Hey, Travis, I get it. It's hard when you first learn that you're dead. Hard like your bread. Exactly. This bread is a metaphor for our lives as dead people. And life is a metaphor for our lack of life. Because we don't have one. Chipotle is Italian for slipper, which is what I wish I was wearing right now. Oh, are you Italian? Or were you Italian? Weren't we all Italian? I was, I was not, but I, I, I wish I was. Oh, I used to be a huge fan of, of uh, pasta carbonara. That's an American invention. Was it really? Yeah, chicken parmesan. Oh my uh, gosh. Spaghetti bolognese. What? Spaghetti carbonara. They're all Americanized. I, I'm, I'm shook right now. I had no idea about that. See, these facts used to kill when I was alive. Well, uh, on the bright side, I always used to have uh, uh, gastrointestinal problems when I ate uh, the carbonara because of the cream sauce. It's not that I'm dead, it's just egg. Oh gosh. <laughs> Where I went, they did it with cream sauce. It wasn't even authentic Italian-American. I miss being alive. Oh, I could. I miss it so bad. Hey, you've got to get through it. few more years and you're, you're dead for way longer than you're alive. Being alive is really like a short abnormality in the long uh, existence that is you. And uh, you can do whatever. And think about it. When you're dead, you can do whatever you want. You know, you, you can walk through walls, you can uh, visit your loved ones and kind of creep them out. I can make fresh bread. You you could, you could, uh, but would you be able to appreciate it? I'll make it so others can appreciate it. I'll run the best ghost bakery in East Chickasaw, Missouri. All right, well, here, here's the thing you got to know about the living, though, if they... If they wake up one day and there's just like bread floating around, they're not gonna. They're gonna <laughs> wow, free bread! No, they're gonna be freaked out. <laughs> See, dead people don't really trust ghosts, and they they get freaked out unnecessarily. Whoa! Come, come this way, guys. There's a really cool, decrepit house. Oh, here comes a live person now. Here you are. Here, case in point. Why don't you try uh, giving this guy some bread? It smells like yeast in here. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Guys, the bread's floating! Abandoned! No! Abandoned! Your space so scary! <laughs> Why do they hate us so? It's not that they hate us. It's just that they don't understand us. Someday they'll be dead too, and they'll see what it's like, but best not to upset them. That's, if you're going to communicate with them, you got to do it subtly. You can't just float things through the air. No, I can't just float bread around. Exactly. Instead, I float around flour and eggs and water and hope that they get the hint. 
Yeah, or better yet, you know, you just leave out a recipe on the counter and like, where did this come from? I guess salt <laughs> must have left this. If they're out. not looking, I float it in front of their face so they know to make bread. Well, yeah, but they can't see it floating. Again, they just have to think it was left there. Like, here's a, here's a rookie move. I I, I had a friend, uh, Gozar, and he would go into someone's house and he just started cracking all the eggs. Cracking all the eggs right on the counter. And uh, that really freaked them out. You can't do that. You gotta let them crack. Oh, he was trying to tell them to make omelets. Yeah, big time. I see. Big time. And unfortunately, those people moved out. So, uh, yeah, he, he had the place to himself. All right, Kurt. I'll take one stale bread, please. Here you go, Trav. Oh, it's hard as a rock. I hate my afterlife. <laughs> it's a death. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's awesome. That's great. We had so many great comments, too. Somebody mentioned about they got your ghost breath. Ghost oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. So, and somebody mentioned earlier that they said, is is uh, dead bread uh, unleavened bread? Dead bread yeah. equals unleavened bread. Yeah. That's, that's, that's more of <laughs> And then Tom wants to make sure any ghosts want to come uh, make bread for him. Just be on it. Just be on it. Buddy, uh, if I well, bake, I it's, would. it's funny. You should mention that because if you look in front of you, there's ghost bread right now for every viewer. There's a loaf of ghost bread right in front of you. And so let me ask this. What goes with ghost bread? You're welcome. What goes with ghost bread? A free t-shirt. How about a ghost pepper? Hey. Ghost, ghost pepper. Ghost bread. We, we missed some comedy right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> All right. I think we got so, time for uh, a couple more, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to see the scenes or did you want to go into yeah, the interview portion? No, no. Yeah, you, uh, scenes. Let's do another scene um, or, or two. We'll see. And then uh, we'll we'll transition to that because I know people want to ask you about how things are going with Portal Prov and everything. But we'll we'll do that in a little bit. We'll have time for that. So let's do some more. Oh, we, oh let's get an update. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Quick update. Yes, we're at, uh, almost at 2,500. Um I would love to see during this hour if we kick over three thousand. So we got thirty yeah, minutes. Thirty minutes. Let's go ahead and mm -hmm. get another five hundred dollars in. Let's kick over to three thousand uh, because uh, we're almost, believe it or not, we're getting close to being halfway uh, within wow. halfway there. So and we need to be, yeah, getting the rate. We need to be a lot further through getting our the donations in. As remember, yeah. we just had uh, Melanie on last hour talking about all the great benefits that St. Jude does and mm -hmm. how they take care of the family. Um, I know a lot of you all are, are giving a little bit each hour, um, but the, some people are maybe just on here watching. Uh, remember, we're doing this for St. Jude, and you see us yeah. going across the ticker on the bottom. It says uh, to donate, donate, go to podcastahope.com. Go there and go ahead and do a donation. Um, there's prizes that are available for this hour. Uh, we got an Art of Crafted t-shirt and then also the Cash Fest coins that are up for grabs this hour. Um, but more importantly, you're donating to families with children that are hurting and this will just help heal those families. So that's that's why we're doing this. So um, go on there, go to donate and donate um, to St. Jude as we get going. Love, like I said, love would see this kick over um, yeah. over 3,000 this hour. Yep, very cool. Uh, yeah, so where, where would you like to go next? Where would you, 
I have one I'm super curious about, and uh, I've done minimal geocaching, but whenever I went geocaching, my catcher name was uh, Popcornicus. And I don't know, do people leave notes on the cache, like writing, when they leave their moniker? I was wondering mm -hmm. if anybody's ever come across like an interesting name that they've seen find the cache, or maybe you mm -hmm. have an interesting name that you have to use, or maybe a nice little note or something that was written in the cache that you've read and was oh, like, yeah. oh, cool, this was oh, yeah. you know, Monica's special spot, or whatever yeah. it might be. I don't know how common that is. Yeah, so, so, uh, most people leave that kind of stuff like in the virtual log that's on, oh, on the website or the app. Um, but uh, I do know occasionally people will leave like messages on the actual paper log if it's yeah. big enough. Or, or like an interesting hint. Yeah, like on a virtual log where you're like trying to find something and then the clues like seven red bricks and you're like, what, what on earth? What and there's no that? bricks around. Yeah. It's like, has anybody maybe read herring you out of a clue? Yeah, just like an interesting uh, communication toward a geocacher in any form, I think, is something that I'd okay. be interested in. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I had someone leave a, I wish I remembered it, uh, but somebody like uh, sat in the location of a geocache I had hidden and they thought it was a beautiful location, so they sat and they wrote a poem. Whoa, wow. And uh, and then they put it on a piece of paper and left it in there. And I thought that was really cool. I wish I remembered the poem. So cool. um, but, like, I really like when it's personalized like that, you know. Or, like, some people make their own swag. Like, people will paint rocks, for oh, example. Right. So it's, like, a one-of-a-kind item. We'll leave those. We've got – yeah, cool. Well, we've got – we got some names, and then All we've right. got some yeah. things that people have left as notes. So we're going to give you uh, what we've what, some of the things that have been given. Or I'll start with what people have left in caches. Somebody says they found a love letter. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Oh. Somebody, or like somebody else to find, like you know, your yeah, girl, I guess so. Like going to be searching for this, so it's a love letter to Bill. That's cool. That would be and really then a. Apparently, there's one. They read a note at a cache that was from a horse. So what? apparently, <laughs> so, so uh, and then a, a, a couple of the uh, crazy geocaching names. Uh, I'll pick some out there, Derek. Uh, um, we got gas gas station tuna, <laughs> um, tick magnet. Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's good. Let's hear. Then we have um, cat. Rat lover. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. So we got the horse. I, I like the horse sign and uh, a love letter, or maybe a love letter from the horse. Who knows? But anyway. I love. Yeah, I like a love letter from a horse. Love letter from a horse. Yeah. I love that. All right. Uh, love letter from a horse. <laughs> here you go. Here you go, Bessie. <laughs> Oh, you're always so wonderful, keeping me company through these cold winter nights. Benjamin? Yeah, Terry? Benjamin, I love you. Wow. Is that weird to say? It's weird to enunciate with your horse mouth. Oh, yeah, I'd be too <laughs> nervous to say anything before. It's literally insane. I... I'm mostly thinking that I've gone cuckoo, but I'm seeing your mouth move in ways and, and hearing the, and I, I'm sound of mind, so you must just be an exceptionally 
talkative horse. Yeah, yeah, I'm talkative. I'm not one of those horses that's just eating peanut butter. Well, <laughs> my word. Yeah, you must be the most spectacular horse ever. And I already knew this, Terry. Well, the I thing, knew this. The thing, the thing that makes it spe me spectacular is my love for you. Oh, Terry. <laughs> Oh, the, way, the way you brush my mane, oh. the way you leave oats for me every day. Well, I know how much you love them. The way you like to to ride on my back. Oh, you're the softest hump of any horse I've ever ridden. Yeah, if you don't mind that I have a hump. No. I appreciate that. No, not at all. A lot of horses would feel, you know, bad about having a hump. No, but no, no, you don't talk like that. Yeah. I don't even need to saddle you up. <laughs> You just have this squishy match on your back that maybe I should take to a horse doctor, but I'm not gonna. Not I'm not gonna. Why? Because I love you so much. You appreciate me. I love you so much. Have another carrot. Oh, no, 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 no. So, uh, since we're having this conversation. Oh, yes. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me freely now that I know you can. Well. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh, Terry. How long have we known each other? Oh. Eight years now? Yeah. You can tell me anything. I know I poured my soul out when I thought you were just a horse-brained horse person who couldn't talk to me or understand my human troubles. So you know pretty much everything about me. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, uh, would you consider leaving your wife? <laughs> leaving <laughs> my wife? <laughs> huh? I, well, it's just that I, I thought we had something special, and, oh, Terry. and uh, I thought maybe you and I could be official, you know? Oh, Terry. Matilda, darling, you seem so distant. I just, I've had something to talk to you about for a little while now, and <laughs> I have the ranch, the hay's great, alfalfa's growing tall. Good crop this uh, year. Oh, huge crop. So much hay baling I've done. Uh, chickens are multiplying too fast to keep in a coop. I've had to sell some of them to Johnson. Wow. I'm um, so proud of you. Thanks. You work so hard. I do. And that's one of the many things I love about you. Okay. Yeah. Um, the farm's going really well. Uh, you might want to take a seat. <laughs> you know, I have something to tell you too. Uh, well, I kind of ha had. You know what? You 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 go ahead. You go ahead first. I'm sure uh, we'll we'll get around to my thing. Well, we've been doing so well thanks to all of your hard work. We have, our, and our, I feel so stable and comfortable with the life that, that you're making that's for us. So unnecessary to say. I quit my job at the pharmacy. You what? Oh, <laughs> quit at the pharmacy? Yes. I quit. I'm ready to move to the farm with you. I'm going whole hog. Oh, okay. Um, how did they feel about it? Were they like, oh, Matilda, you Josh, you Jake, you gotta come back tomorrow. No, they were so proud of me. They said they've never seen someone with such a strong, stable marriage. Stable. Ready. Speaking of stable marriages, I uh, have <laughs> something to tell you on my end. Mm -hmm. Um, I am in a stable marriage myself. Yes, not yes. but but ten it's, years but tomorrow. It's not with <laughs> you. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Terry, I told her she's not taking it well. She's not taking it well, Terry. Well, 
That, that, I, you can't expect her to take it well. I mean... She's coming here right now. Oh, She's no. coming here right now. What? Yes. It's time to make some glue. What? No. <laughs> oh, no. Think about what you're doing, okay? Put so the, you're the other woman. Put the uh, yeah. blunderbuss down. Put the blunderbuss down. Yeah. For ten years, I made your bed, cooked your meals. We talked about having children. <laughs> and this... Is what you've been doing behind my back. I, I, was, uh, I'll be honest, I thought you knew. I thought you knew about us. I knew that he had a horse. I didn't know he had a lover. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Listen, I, perhaps we can talk this out. Perhaps if you just put the blunderbuss down. We could talk about it. And what? You'll trample me with your big horse hooves and get me out of the way? I know. I've seen that look in your eyes. That's how I got him in the first place. Aren't you going to defend my honor? My heart's torn between my two loves. Terry, the horse in which my soul was poured. My wife, my wife, Matilda. An oath that I promised myself to. And my mother. Talking horses? You really think there's a god anymore? Look at this monstrosity! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Terry. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe you called me that! No, Terry, I... No, no, it's fine. I'm only carrying your colts! <gasps> what? What? That's right! <laughs> and you're the father! No! Yeah! No, it's... It couldn't be! Yeah, they're, they're gonna have my hooves and your nose! Ah, so, alimony or child support, which is it gonna be? Can we... Can we make it like a three-person like a three, a three person marriage? <laughs> That's very common in horse culture. And we do live <laughs> in Utah, so... <laughs> let's, let's, let's ride into the mountaintop and uh, think about it. Yeah, later. everybody hop on! Oh, <laughs> all necessary. To the courtyard. Away. Woo! Yay! Oh my gosh! Plot twist at the end Plot there. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Don't, just don't get good polyam representation in the media. I That's tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a lot. We had a lot of comments that, and if I'm you guys sure want to pull. Too. If you guys want to pull too. If you guys want to pull up pull up chairs, Bryce, we're gonna ask you guys some questions oh, yeah. about Portal Prov. But while you're while you're getting comfortable there, uh yeah, some people have mentioned about the horse, uh the, the glue that keeps the marriage together. The horse uh, <laughs> yep. glue. And they, they went through the uh, the the dead they go glue, dead horses now, because we have the the the, oh. the, yep. the, the the dead yep. bread earlier, so yeah, man, that a lot of guns. <laughs> yeah, the guns that was awesome. Uh, so sister horse instead of sister wives. <laughs> Love train. <laughs> so that's You've awesome. Heard of a mistress, so. but have you heard of a mistress? Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, this is this is, this going-, is going. Awesome. Oh, oh, awesome. Oh, Echo, sorry. Hang on a second. Um, okay. Maybe I'll turn mine down a little bit. Um, so tell people a little bit first about Portal Prov a little bit. 
Sure. Uh, so Portal Prog um, is a weekly improv comedy show. It runs every Sunday at 7 o'clock Central. Um, and it's here in Chicago at Otherworld Theater. Uh, now, we know most people listening or watching aren't may not be in Chicago, um, and that's okay. Um, if you ever wanted to watch our show, it streams live on YouTube uh, as well as on Twitch and Facebook. Um, and all you have to do is go to Otherworld, uh, Otherworld Theater's accounts, so Otherworld Theater's uh, YouTube account or Facebook account or Twitch account, cool. for example. And our show, um, it is a sci-fi or fantasy-themed show. Um, so every week we kind of focus on a different fandom. So uh, we've recently done a Chronicles of Narnia show. Um, mm -hmm. We did a Rocky Horror show. Um, we've yep. done Star Wars. Um, so we've done a lot of different fandoms. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got connected with, with Bryce cause of you were doing, you've done several, um, uh, Twitter, TikToks. uh, like back in the day when you, we more had more of the, um, uh, Periscope type things, but I know you've done some Twitter live, uh, but watching you do some geocaches and that's how we kind of, kind of got started on it. But, um, yeah, yeah really cool. Um, so, um, I've been a big fan. We, you, Bryce knows we've talked about this, but I've been a big fan of, um, improv and Saturday Night Live and Second City and all that. So I guess kind of, if you could go around the room and everybody kind of tell a little bit about how they kind of got started themselves in improv. Sure. It's it's funny saying whose line is it anyway you bring up kind of these cultural touch points for a lot of comedians and that was definitely my first understanding of what it could be. It, so grew up watching Whose Line and then when I went to college my first year, my college had an improv troupe and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't just some unobtainable thing I saw on TV growing up and loved and used right. to play with my friends in elementary school. This is like a tangible group and there's a community around it. So I started an audition for my college troupe, was lucky enough to have gotten in and then just continue doing it for the rest of my days. I started out in Austin, Texas, and then moved to Chicago, mm -hmm. did stuff at Second City, did stuff around town at a lot of the theaters here, and then eventually went to Otherworld, auditioned, and was fortunate enough to become part of this portal prop team. And so that's kind wow, of that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And uh, our cast actually has 12 people in it. Uh, so this is just a small cross section of our, our team uh, that you're meeting tonight. Uh, I, I don't know if we introduced you before, but uh, this is quite <laughs> <introduced> <laughs> your name. Uh, yeah. Jono. I'm Jono. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're on the screen. Oh, okay. Great. I did put it up. Yeah, I guess I didn't know which one. Was <laughs> oh, you're good. <laughs> Um, yep. Yeah. I'll, so I, I, it's it's so funny because like when I was in high school, I first became aware of improv too uh, from seeing Who's Lines in anyway. Uh, and then like when I got into college, my best friend like was really like convinced he was going to be a comedian, and I was not convinced of that at all. So, but he like wanted me to help him start an improv team. So we started an improv team uh, before ever taking classes. Um, and then he graduated a year ahead of me and I inherited it. 
So like I was found myself in charge and teaching this thing that I had never been taught myself, uh, except for seeing whose lines anyway. And uh, take I, this was outside Boston, so I took would take the train into Boston and see um, shows there. Um, and then eventually I, I started taking classes in Boston, and I and I was in a bunch of shows there. And I moved to Chicago about nine years ago. Took classes at Second City, and uh, uh, yeah, and I was in a show, another show at theater that we're currently at, um, and that opened up the possibility of me directing Portal Prop, uh, and yeah. that's that's a real quick summary of me. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I grew up playing theater games with my cousins at family gatherings. Uh, I also had that magical first moment of seeing Whose Line Is It Anyway and going, "Whoa, what are they doing?" <laughs> um, right. I was I was a theater kid. I still am a theater kid. Uh, right. All through <laughs> elementary, middle, high school. My high school had an improv team, uh, which I eventually ended up joining and uh, captaining. I went to theater school, and there was an improv team there. And frankly, I learned a little bit more uh, in in my time on uh, our improv team there than I did in some of my theater classes. Like it really made such a huge difference. Uh, so I'm out here now. Uh, I've been taking classes as well. I do a lot of work over at the Annoyance uh, and have been specifically kind of carving out a niche in the musical improv world. Uh, oh. That's a favorite of mine that I've shoehorned into our show yes. a lot. John likes to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I'm here and loving every second of it. Awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, if anybody has any uh, questions, we have a few but I want to uh, give people the opportunity in the chat room uh, if you want to ask a question of uh, the the team here, uh, the troop uh, with Portal Prob, please put that in the chat room. I have a couple of questions for you guys, and I'll, Bryce, I'll let you you guys can determine who wants to try to take it, or you can have multiple people answer these questions. But uh, one of them came from Scrabble Hounds, and uh, by the way, Scrabble Hounds has some uh, que- uh giveaways here pretty soon uh we're mm-hmm. gonna get those next starting next hour but she asked have, have they ever gotten to laughing so hard during the improv and were unable to continue <laughs> for for me yes not during the show but when i'm so comfortable with people and we're doing rehearsal and we're trying to rehearse as if it was a play with no stops and doing like a run through there's something about it where you're just playing with your buds that i've gotten to that point not on stage though i have broken on stage but then i like have to very quickly reconsider and then move on there was a moment in one of our very first shows uh i believe my first show playing with y'all or back to the future show um i had set myself up in a ridiculous scene as doc brown uh lamenting not being uh you know beloved by my peers in the way i would want um Another cast member comes in as a police officer and tells me I'm driving too slow. And I say something to the effect of, I'm so sorry, doctor, I'll keep moving along. And she goes, don't call me doctor. You, officer is okay. <laughs> um, I am <laughs> and managed to get out something along the lines of, I'm so sorry, I'm just so used to everyone I know outranking me in the scientific community. Thankfully, someone cut the scene then, and I could go off stage and laugh until I cried. Right. <laughs> It's the closest I've ever gotten. Easily. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
I don't think I've ever got to the point where we couldn't continue, but it was like it was definitely like gotten to the point where like the audience is in on the joke, mm. and that's that's super fun when like the audience understands that like you're struggling to continue, and that makes it extra fun. Right. Uh, <laughs> I will I will say there there might, may have been times where you kind of have to hold for laughter, but not only because the audience is laughing so hard that you're laughing so hard as well. So it's kind of like a five, 10 second interval where it's like everybody's laughing, Mm -hmm. you included. And even if you were to try to talk, nobody would hear you because Mm -hmm. there's so much laughter. And those are the magic moments where like, maybe I wouldn't have been able to continue, but because everybody's laughing, it doesn't matter. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another question that, that came in earlier too was that did they uh, have you guys ever had a time when everybody because I guess it would have to have it would have to happen sort of across the board when everybody got sort of stuck and nobody could kind of carry the the story forward at all and was there a time when you ever had a time with that where you're like uh, somebody somebody get us going again. Um, thankfully, I think, you know, uh, I think we've all been there in, in shows. I don't think I, uh, not knock on wood. I don't think we've ever gotten to that point in our show. Uh, everyone in our show is pretty, like pretty much right. experienced. I'm pretty much a pro at this point, I would say. Um, right. and there's certain, there's certain, depending on the show, sometimes there's fail safes against that. Um, so for example, when we were doing our set just now, uh, there, I think there, there was a couple times where it looked like the scene might be ending, but we we're actually taking you to a different place, um, mm-hmm. or, or, or we were resetting to a different scene without, um, like saying, Hey, we're done. Um, so most improv has some sort of fail safe built in right. where you can just kind of like run across the stage. We typically, we call that a sweep. Um, and that just take us somewhere else, right? If someone has an idea of where else we can go. Um, that's all like, that's something. And then another thing that can be helpful is like anyone who's not on stage, um, has the ability to enter with an idea at any given time. Um, right. So there's all, there's always something that you can add. You just have to be open to the possibility. Right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. A lot more when you're starting out because yeah. you don't know these tricks. Mm-hmm. So there are a few times I remember in class shows where I was taking classes at a theater and it was all students performing where like one time in particular, everybody was on stage. And usually if you're stuck in a scene, somebody will like run in front and then we'll start a new scene or we'll just go somewhere else. But because everybody was stuck, we just had a 10 minute scene where nothing happened and it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You learn that you can adjust that or like Bryce just said a ton of different tricks and What's fun about improv is that the audience wants to see you fail a little bit and then figure out how you get back on track. Yeah. So moments where you almost feel stuck and then you recover, it's kind of walking a tightrope because you're always almost stuck and then you're finding a new way. And that's what's exciting for the audience. So it's a a dangerous art. Really cutting the edge. On. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun for us too because we're like we almost we almost messed it up and we almost messed it up again, but we're constantly having each other's backs and uh, yeah. supporting each other, saving each other from that failure. 
One thing I love about oh. the show that we do as well is we have a, an additional character in every piece, uh, the portal guide, uh, kind of our host figure for the show. Oh, okay. doing our, our longer form, our slightly less structured piece can jump in at any moment and give us a challenge or a game to play on top of it. So if okay. we feel like we're stalling out and our host also knows that, chances are they're going to sweep in and uh, give us something to spice it up a little bit. Right. Very cool. Um, so as we start to get to the end, I want to bring in um, our our folks from the, for the next actually next two hours. So we got Joshua and Katie. So y'all say hi to Portal Prov. Hey. hey. Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> that's him. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know what well, Katie's been used to work was working for Turner Broadcasting. Uh, Joshua, uh, have you you've well you do sort of in a guess uh, in a sense theater. Uh, I have. What, what what would you call? I mean, you, uh, tell tell everybody real quick what kind of what you do, and that might fit in with what they're doing a little bit kind oh of. i see well i i actually was a theater major i uh, i went to the university, i went to the university of uh, minnesota mankato um but yeah i i i perform day-long retreats for young people inspiring them to be more uh kind and respectful Ethical, human yeah. beings and there's a lot of performing involved a lot of uh storytelling so yeah i'm i'm somewhat of a performer but i just i just play myself I don't play yeah. characters. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you've uh, you've been Elvis and you've been Jerry Lee Lewis. So I mean, you kind of I have. Done... <laughs> I've done my well, fair share. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. Um, it's been wonderful having you guys. People are like, I can't believe the hour's over. Uh, <laughs> they have been deeply entertained, and you guys have been wonderful uh, and. So thankful. Uh, yeah, Barney Five, too, by the way. That's the other yep. one. Yeah. Um, but um, it's been wonderful having you guys being a part of our group tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're so happy to help, you know, raise money for St. Jude's. And it's, I'm just so happy that you guys are doing this uh, again this year. And uh, uh, keep, keep going strong until midnight. Yes, yeah. thank you, sir. Thank, yeah, thank you. you, guys. Yep, we're almost at three thousand, so that's wonderful. You guys have been helping. So, all right. Well, thanks. We'll we'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Bye now. Thank you.